You're listening to She Well Read. Get ready to be part of a community that is dedicated to helping you become the most well-read version of yourself through reading. On this show, we hope to bring people together through shared experiences and provide a platform that promotes reading as a source of self-care while increasing your knowledge on various topics. Thanks for being here and let's get on to the show. Streaming. We're not streaming. We're recording. Okay. <laughs> she said hello. <laughs> <laughs> when you're not prepared. When I know I've been here this whole time. <laughs> I'm not even ready. When you slid in here but you're already ready and you've been here for 20 minutes. I know, I just keep doing this. When I walked in the door, I went. <laughs> Is that your thing now? It's not. It's, it's just like, it's not. It's really not supposed to be, but. Is it like a nervous tick? Mm-hmm. Mm. I was about to say, it's like exactly the same as like, you know how you just do peace signs in every pick because you yeah. just like freeze up and you're like, I don't yeah. know what to do. Yeah. And so you throw it's up like the peace sign. That- <laughs> the equivalent of that. It just came out <laughs> and I can't stop it. Um, Week, that's what he said. Welcome <laughs> to another episode of She Will Red Baddies. I am your host, Solana. I'm Samra. And per usual, we've all the shenanigans. Um, but today, y'all, this is like, it's not his story. I'm being dramatic. <laughs> but it's a pretty big deal. Samra story. was here for this recording before I was. Like, yeah. I pulled up at 6.30. She's me. been here. I, yes, I have. It was on accident, though. But! <laughs> <laughs> Don't wrap me up, bitch! Okay? I was here early. I planned for this. Mm-hmm. What's your snacks? Girl, she had time to go to the corner store and get some snacks. <laughs> That's how long she was here before me. Shout out to uh, Southside Market. <laughs> So <laughs> Speaking of shout outs, follow us everywhere at She Wall Red. Follow us on YouTube at She Wall Red. Stream us up. Put your mm-hmm. comments in. Yeah. Um, subscribe. Scary stories. We need y'all scary stories. We've gotten a few in already, but we need more. Um, the deadline for that, I'm putting it as the 21st, like, so this Friday. Yeah. Um, Love it. And y'all, you can even send you can even send us audio clips. Like, it doesn't even have to be a typed out story. Mm-hmm. We can put the oh, audio clip yeah. up and that, like, a bunch of audio clips together. And, like, that's a scary story episode. Yeah. I just thought of that on the Ooh, way here. That would be fun. Wouldn't it? Somebody should do that. Yeah. And, like, preview to scary stories. I was actually just coming from my mentorship class. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mentor shout out to robin at tpa she just came back from oahu with her husband for their anniversary and she was telling me because i was like we need scary stories and she was telling me about um they were at this graveyard this abandoned world war ii graveyard yeah and it was infested with feral chickens (laughs) what right feral yeah i don't know she was like we swore at one point we thought the chickens were going to try to, like, take our car and, like, go. The they chickens? Kept, the chickens. Because they kept crowding around their car, and there was, like, 50 chickens. Stop. And it's, like, an abandoned cemetery, like, That's in the oddest crazy. place. She said she's going to send me pictures, so I'll share that with y'all when she sends them. Please, because what the actual, I, know. I need to see this. And do they do they just, like, travel as a I, as a I mob? guess they flock. Yeah, it's they're a like, a, it's a flock. Yeah, <laughs> a flock of mob chickens. <laughs> Uh, the mafia. The, the little chicken mafia. The chicken Three mafia. Three six chick mafia. <laughs> Three chick mafia. Three chick mafia. I was like, 
like that didn't sound. That's better. Three chick mafia. I you set it up. <laughs> and you hit the bat. Yeah. I did. Bro. So, yes, yeah, send us any. It literally doesn't have to be this well thought out whatever thing. It could be like an experience you had that just gave you it's the heebie-jeebies or yeah. freaky. Yeah. yeah. Send it all. You can send it to shewellread at gmail.com. You can DM us on Instagram, Twitter. Put a comment on the YouTube. Send us a voice recording yeah. uh, on Instagram or wherever. I don't know if you can do voice recordings on Twitter. I don't think you can. Oh. But I know you can on Instagram. So do that. Um, or you can even do a voice memo on your phone and email it to us. Shewellread at gmail.com. But, yes, we are super excited for Scary Story Season. I know. Um, okay. And so I'm, I'm going to let you do the next one. Next one's all you boo. Hello, everyone. <laughs> okay, so my this is the wrong day to do it because my hair looks a mess. But if you are a curly hair girl and you live in the southeast, speaking of curls, there's one on my <laughs> on the mic. Mic, hey girl. Um, yeah, if you're a curly girl and you live in the southeast, the girl that does my hair, her name is Kisa. She is we love a. Kisa. She's the best. Um, she's a. She goes by Coda Curls on mm-hmm. Instagram. C O D A. And that stands for child of a deaf adult. Yeah, it's like the, yeah, I know what you were, yeah, anyway. I was trying to do some, but (laughs) anyway, she is really bringing light to some things within the hair care salon industry that I didn't know about and I don't feel like are touched on very often, but there are real people with disabilities who need to get their hair done and some of them are deaf Mm -hmm. and a lot of people have bad experiences in salons because there's like a lack of understanding Mm -hmm. accessibility accessibility so if you do know anyone who's in need of services that are deaf friendly when it comes to curly hair or any type of hair really because Mm -hmm. she's fantastic and I'm sure she could connect you with resources even if she's not the point of contact that's true I'm sure she has like a, a library of contacts that can help you if you live wherever um or at least you know she can walk you through she does the best tutorials on instagram and tiktok and tiktok and she is also a season three sponsor yes so we're super happy to have kisa on board stay tuned for social posts about it if that's easier you can just click on that um mm-hmm. yeah and yeah mm-hmm. we love you kisa yes thank you for supporting the show mm-hmm. we just did our instagram post for be rooted so go check them oh out God, so cute yes use code she will read for 15 percent off your purchase and like i promised from last episode i brought in the stuff of uh, the cure hydration packets thank you cure for sending these to us um use our code i believe it's she will read 20 or she will yes. read 15. She will read 20. She will read 20. You can back. You can check us on that. It's linked in our milkshake, in our mm-hmm. bio, mm-hmm. Um, everywhere. If you just go under Cure, it'll take you straight with our link. Or you can use the code. It's listed on there as well. Um, another affiliate we have is Libro FM, which, like we said before, they're kind of like a indie bookshop version, but with audiobooks. Um, and we have a code and a link with them as well, which will be in the episode description and also in all of our bios everywhere. Um, so, yeah, support your local and indie bookstore. 
And something else I wanted to do, just because I was dabbling in our data, Ooh. as oh. you know I do. Okay, data <laughs> analysts. Yes, I wanted to shout out all of our international listeners. Oh, period. Because every week I'm getting on there, and I, it's like a, a little contest of, oh, what country is in the lead with downloads this week like who's listened to us more which countries well i wanted to shout out the top 10 since the last time i checked these are the top 10 uh shout out to singapore germany belgium india spain canada mexico china french guinea and the United Kingdom. Those Y'all are our top ten. Don't make me take my map out. <laughs> the non-existent map that I have. Not Dora. Back, 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 back. No, it's the map. It's the map. Uh, it's the map. You know what I mean. But it's in the back. But anywho. Right. Thank you. And shout out to all of our international <laughs> listeners. Um, yes. From wherever you are, oh and we'd God. also love for you to tell us tell, right tell us where in. you're listening. Yeah, tell us where you're listening from. Please. Write into I us. I want to know more. I would love to like visit y'all. <laughs> so just really, like, she will run on an international tour. <laughs> let's be friends. <laughs> I'm here for that. Oh my goodness! All right, so coffee break. Something that I wanted to talk about this week, which I think it's an interesting topic. And something that I've realized is when you talk about podcast stuff, like especially industry specific stuff, there's a very niche amount of people you can talk to about that. Fair enough. (laughs) Because they're just like, "Uh uh-huh, like they're not in the (laughs) world, they're not in it. But some of y'all may have seen, because this was a pretty big story, Spotify uh, laid off a few of their shows, uh, creators. Oh, I did They axed, like, I believe, 10 shows total, 10 Spotify originals. Um, And so those creators, like, they don't own their show anymore. Um, Some of them, they didn't even get to finish their seasons. Oh, my God, stop. um, Just with the layoffs and everything. And it just made me think about, you know, something we talked about from the beginning was we never really have the desire to sell the show, even Mm, if we do become a part of a network. mm, Like, we still want the rights to the show for stuff like this where, you know, at least, like, if it was asked, can we finish out the season? Like, can we finish this out? Like, it's out of your control. That's so awful. Yeah, and just creative rights and creative control. So, yeah, so... That stuff's priceless, to be honest. It is. And it's kind of that thing where those shows that did get axed, they were saying, you know, we lost three-fourths of our listeners by becoming exclusive to Spotify. Because, I mean, even if if you look at our download numbers, the majority of our folks come from Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. And there's like a third of our listeners come from Spotify. It's a much smaller amount, which speaking of, tell us where you're listening from. If you're using Apple Podcasts or if you're using Spotify. Hmm. Um, Yeah, that's interesting. Use a whole section. You lose a whole section of your listenership because you're exclusive on this one platform. Um, So it just got me thinking about that and how those things, how these types of deals, not even in just in the podcasting space, but in general, when you sign on. To these big companies like even when we were talking about artists and record labels when you sign on to a label and now they like exclusively own the rights to your stuff mm-hmm. and how that can really work out to either your advantage or your detriment it just really depends yeah that's that's honestly real so yeah let I us don't know that's a tough one it, it is just tough. makes me think about like if we ever got the opportunity to like sign on to someone like a, a spotify or iHeartMedia or Someone who would potentially want the rights to our show and everything we built for, you know, this long time, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't it'd think have to I be, would do it. It'd have to be a very specific 
it had to be a lucrative deal. Very. Very lucrative. Extremely. So, but we can talk more about that off camera. But <laughs> I think we're on the same page, though, for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, this is my child. Literally. And then speaking of, you know, Spotify shows and everything, we're going to talk about a few of the new podcasts we're listening to yeah um including kim kardashian's podcast i, I started i started listening okay and, and i have mixed feelings oh okay like i think the content and what they're trying to do is really good but i think there's still a few bugs they need to work out okay um in terms of the flow of the show interesting because at some points it can be hard to follow really yeah like can you give an example like They'll play an audio clip, and then Kim will be like, "That was when they should have switched that, and Kim should have started saying, this is a clip from blah 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 blah, and this is who's talking da 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 da, and then play the clip, right? Introduce it, introduce it, and then like they flip flop between that in the episode, and it it makes it kind of confusing to follow along, and then they repeat some stuff that we already knew mm-hmm. which i think you know sometimes you have to do but I, they could do it in a better way um i, I feel like the people around the kardashians that work for them i don't know i don't know this is just my take but i feel like they're a bunch of yes men i don't mm. feel like they're necessarily looking out for their best interests and really care about them as people or i don't know i just happen to be watching the show Mm-hmm. On the new one on Hulu, Hulu yep, mm-hmm. the Kardashians, the yeah, like you said, the new one, and the stylist is trash. I'm sorry, Ooh. but <laughs> Kim was like in Fashion Week, and she was putting on these outfits, and I couldn't even disagree with Kanye when he was texting her, harassing her, like you look stupid in that because she didn't look good in that. You know mm, what I mean? It's like a Prada yeah. fit, and she's like, well, I'm not a fashion girl body type that everybody can but the way the stylist is not you know trying to make it work yeah that's what to say i thought that was the whole point of having a stylist stylist. right so this is what happens when they're like doing the fitting at least this is what we see on camera Mm -hmm. kim was wearing something and it's like basically a dickies work wear suit but Mm -hmm. it's like leather oh okay but it's like baggy Mm-hmm. So she just looks like a like a rectangle. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know, guys. I think this is a look. And then they go, Yeah, that's it. Oh, there's no back and there's forth. There's no like, oh, well, maybe if we do this, there's no specific. It might elevate the look or like right. something like that. There's no tailoring that I'm seeing. Oh, that's interesting. Speaking of styling, though, I was out this weekend. Okay. And I like, I was cold, and so I had these like kind of baggy jeans on they were a little ripped and Uh I had a shirt underneath but I had like my also jean jacket on that was like buttoned up a little bit out in the top and I was walking across the street like I thought I just looked like a bum and I was like I don't care because it's the end of the night and I'm cold and I'm just going to my car right and this girl she walks past me she's like I love this look and I was like thanks I get it's very unintentional, That's but the best. That yeah, the best. I'm like, okay, I'll be making a fashion statement on accident. <laughs> she did a Canadian tuxedo on accident, y'all. That's Ooh. a look. I that's a thing. That's a term. Denim. Yeah. Oh, that's see, a vibe. I don't, this is why I would need a stylist because I don't know these things. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just interesting, y'all. Yeah. But anywho, check out our show. Let us know what you think. 
uh, about yeah. it because I remember the first day it came out, and I looked at the it. reviews, yeah, like the Spotify reviews. It was like a three point three, and it was like thousands of reviews. But I think a lot Sheesh. of it was hate reviews. Oh God! Like yeah. I, I feel like it's gonna be really hard to measure like who is actually giving it a genuine five star or one star rating because yeah. they could just be going on there just and be like, I'm gonna rate her one star. It's biased. Yeah, it's biased. Yeah. So it's really gonna be the written reviews that I'm like gonna be like, okay. Which that's another thing that Spotify needs to work on. Yeah, written reviews. I don't reviews. think you can see the written mm-hmm. ones, right? You can only rate it like however many stars. Only on Apple Podcasts can you. You can't see. even write one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. So anywho, if you're a producer on Kim Kardashian's podcast and want to hear my hot takes, email us at shewillred at gmail Somebody from the Kardashian family email <laughs> me about styling. I'm so Please. weak. <laughs> um, another podcast that I've been listening to is called Mind Flowers with Ashlyn. Oh, I've been meaning to check it out. It's so good. It's giving. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's very empowerful oh i like that and it's it, it comes out on mondays which is the best because it's like the start of my week i need a monday podcast and she's she's got like certifications and like damn near everything Oof. um but like so she's like knows what she's talking about and she makes it very personable also um it's a short like maybe 15 minutes i think is the longest episode i've seen mm-hmm. um but it's really good shout out to ashley at mount at mind flowers um, and then what are the the two that you're listening to Oh, yeah. And so know for sure, B. Simone's podcast with her best friend of like 20 years. Mm-hmm. I think her name's Megan Ashley. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are so, they're also very empowering. They're okay. kind of spiritual, but they just spiritual. talk about. Spiritual, mine too. Yeah, mind flowers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's also very much like empowering in the sense that they're talking about they're bringing on guests and talking about different things going on in like the culture Mm -hmm. so they just had an episode on cheating and um they brought on that that group that that um dropped that song with drea in it it's like Oh, I know what you're talking about. DVSN, I think is their D- name. Yes, yes. Division. Division. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. It was actually a really good interview. I think Division is just one person, though. I think it's two. Or maybe that maybe. was just his friend, actually. I don't know. I am I could be wrong. I don't really listen to a lot of Division, so I don't know. I don't know either. But they, I was surprised because I heard the song, and I was like, I mean, it's a catchy song. It is crazy, the content that's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he explained his side of it, I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah. And they just have really interesting people on their show. So check it out. It's really cool. Um, and then just here for the coffee is a local podcast that I just, well, I've been listening to it, but they took a pause and they're back for season two. Okay. So they are three girls who actually went to UAB. Oh, go Blazers. Go Blazers. (laughs) One of them was in my sorority, so that's why I started tuning in. Mm -hmm. But they met at a coffee shop, and they all worked at the coffee shop together. And so it started as them drinking coffee and just talking about whatever. Mm -hmm. But now they all have moved on from the coffee shop. So they just, like, drink drinks and then just talk. So it's it's still great, and Mm -hmm. it's more like I feel like, I don't know, structured, I guess, now that it's season two and they've, I feel like the same with 
our season two was a lot more structured than season one. Yeah, and then like season three is more structured than season two. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's also a fun one for I guess more college students and young people. I'd say. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Love to see it. Hey curly girls, Samra here. I just got my hair done by my stylist and had to share because I feel so good. Not only that, she is a new partner for this season. Her name is Kisa Powell and she is a deaf-friendly hairstylist in Vestavia Hills, Alabama. Her passion for bridging the gap between the hearing and deaf community stems from being the child of two deaf adults. Please spread the word and learn more about Kisa on our site under the Partners tab. Book your appointment for a fresh new look today. All right, let's get into the, the chapter. chapter. Wait, we've got to stop. Do we got to start doing that? That was cute. I didn't, know I didn't either, but like that's like the best when that happens. Oh, oh my, my gosh! Stop. Oh. We're on the same wave today. We are very wavy today with each other, <laughs> with one another. One another. All right. And today's essay is Please Don't Sit on My Bed in Your Outside Clothes. Right. Finally. I know. That moment where you get to, like, the title and I why know. the title is the title. And it all clicked. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. You want to start us off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this chapter started out really funny. Mm, per usual. Yeah. Out of the box. It's, of course, <laughs> it's Phoebe Robinson. Yes. But I just wasn't expecting it. And she's very relatable when she says, if you're curious about what I'm like right before I have sex. Um, <laughs> and then she's like, my parents are reading this. She's like, my parents don't want to even know. But if you wanted to know, and she goes into what sex is like in her brain. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was kind of funny because I feel the same way of like just having so many thoughts sometimes Mm -hmm. in the middle of it. And you're (laughs) like, wait, oh yeah, okay, here we are again. And so- so weak. Well, you know, I I can't relate, but- (laughs) (laughs) But I can relate of like any type of sexual experience you're having, you're like, your brain's on 20 over overthinking yeah yeah it's like you've like built up this expectation of it so Mm -hmm. i guess it's like all of the pent-up energy you have and then you're in the middle of it and sometimes i think as women we it's a lot about our our pleasure i feel like is so much maybe this is everyone (laughs) but it's so much based on what our internal thoughts in our mm. mind and like mm-hmm. what's turning us on in the moment and da 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 da. So if you're like thinking about something and then you know your brain kind of like goes down a rabbit hole of like it could be insecurity, it could be in her case she's like what are they thinking about the stuff all over my room like my room's a mess. Mm-hmm. It could be like a I don't know, some joke that she has in her head and she's now laughing in the middle of sex and that can make Literally things awkward. Yeah. Yeah, and so um I just thought that was so relatable and I've never really heard anybody talk about it. I feel like most people when they talk about sex we're all like, "Oh, it's like I don't know, we kind of create this fantasy of like what it would be like, what the experience is like." Yeah, and it's 
a lot more real than that mm-hmm. i feel like because you know like random things be happening it's two people's bodies you know yeah and i fit i can relate to phoebe because i am more type a so when oh she's talking God. about all of these thoughts <laughs> i'm like this is me on a regular basis like just all of the you can't turn them off you can't shut yeah. it, your brain off it's true it's damn near impossible mm-hmm. so i can only imagine during like you know a sexual encounter or something like that doesn't stop it just keeps going that part um so like trying to like be in the moment and live in the moment it's a little harder yeah than the average person no for sure our anxiety girlies get it um there's just a lot going on and yeah. so and then she, she she says in summary i'm old because oh she was God. talking about how I, i'm so guessing too. <laughs> she was getting on top and she was squatting and like Everything, everything is cracking. cracking. Yeah, yeah. Mood. That's Mood. me all the time. I'm like, my knee. <laughs> not the no Megan knees. I do not have Megan knees. I don't know what kind of knees I got, but the old kind. I'm so weak. Yeah, and it made me think about in the morning when I wake up, the first thing I do is crack my hips. Ooh, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. It's giving, like, you know, age. Age. <laughs> we're not old, y'all. We're not. Even Phoebe, I was like, we're not old, Phoebe. We have to start being young. We're like, we're young. Because if we speak it, then we are. Per. But I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Energy, though. Energy. <laughs> um, and then she talks about uh, her parents. And oh this, this is how we're kind of leading into the don't sit on my bed and my don't sit on my bed in your outside clothes. Um. Because in it, I think in the majority of black households. I know. It's like a stark <laughs> contrast. Yes. Because I didn't grow up in this type of environment. Yeah, that's why I said typically. typically? <laughs> in most. <laughs> Which I was like, we're going to get into it this chapter because you did not have that experience. It was very different. Hello. Um, <laughs> but basically, you know, if you go out when you were younger mm-hmm. and you would go outside and play. Yeah. When you came back inside. Your parents were like, don't touch anything. Mm-hmm. Do not sit anywhere in your outside clothes. Like, go take a shower. You smell like outside. I feel like that's something else that's very, like, a black phrase. Like, you smell like outside. Yeah. It's a very, yeah. it's something that, you know, you can't just say to everybody and they're going to get it. Which she talks about, too. Um, and so she was saying how her parents basically did the same thing. Uh, don't sit on my bed. Don't sit anywhere in your outside clothes and just how they were very old-fashioned in some regards like she was saying they still go to Redbox kiosk when they have netflix and hulu and hbo max but they still want i love it mm -hmm, parents those old school parents yep (laughs) and i was weak when she was like they love keeping track of how long it's been since they were sick oh my god it reminds me i think it's a guy no it's a progressive commercial where it's like how to not be like your parents 101 oh god oh, all of the, those series of that. ones yeah mm-hmm. those would be cracking me up where it's like you don't have to get to your flight two hours before <laughs> <laughs> and it's like don't be like your parents <laughs> and i feel like she's listing all of the things that like we're like yep my parents are just like that but and, she takes um, some things yeah. with her like, yeah from what they do you mm-hmm. know she's not as well the thing is she's like 
oh, my parents are crazy. But then she leads into this whole, <laughs> like, Phoebe-isms of, like, the things she does that are weird. And I'm like, you're just as type A and weird as your parents are. It's just a different type of weird. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's literally all of us. Yeah. But I love how she says, uh, and I think everyone is like that. We all have guiding principles that govern our lives in big ways and small that don't always make sense to other people. Mm -hmm. Those guiding principles can become set in stone out of habit or because something just resonates with you on a deep spiritual level and you don't feel complete without it. Whatever the case may be, it means something to you so you hold on to it. And that's on page 181 at the top. Oh, perfect. Um, and it made me think, like, yes, we all have these little quirks or these little things that For shape sure. us as a person yeah. that we kind of live by. And I really like how she's tying that in to the whole essence of these essays. Right. And how it these things have shaped her life and where she is now. Um, so I really appreciated that. But, yes, we get into, like, personal principles. And, like, I saw you had a point where it's, like, your what are house rules and you say no shoes I say no shoes too yeah yeah Mm. and a lot of it has to do with my partner you know Mm. I feel like as you grow up you know so much of like what your parents and your childhood like life and lessons and things you learned turn into like what is my new family like my chosen family Mm -hmm. what are the rules that we want to do together yeah. And so my partner is kind of type A. Let me just say straight up type A. <laughs> I mean, he's half black. So, like, there is that side of him that is, like, no outside clothes on mm-hmm. my bed. He also grew up in New York. And I feel like if you grow up in a bigger city, it's dirtier outside. Yeah. I mean, it's dirty outside regardless. But I see what you're saying. Like, it's even more dirty in a bigger metropolitan yeah. city. Yeah. Yeah. Because she mentions it, like, you know, when she's having a night out and she brings someone back home, mm-hmm. in her head she's like, please don't sit on my outside. Please don't sit on my bed in your outside. Please don't sit on my bed in your outside. Because she's thinking about, like, they've just been on the subway. Who knows? God knows where. And mm-hmm. you're right. Like, anywhere. But I get how, like, people love saying New York's so dirty. So I get mm-hmm. why she's like, everything else can be dirty. She's like, I'm really not super clean like my parents. I'm a little messy. But I've stuck with that one. Yeah. And I used to be not like against it, but I like had a harder time understanding because she even goes into all of these people who are in her comments talking about what do you mean? Like, what does that what Uh, not having clothes on your outside? What is outside clothes? Oh, my God. What does that even mean? People are so (laughs) extra, though. They are. But I just want to be contrarian. I used to hate it when I was younger, obviously, because I was like. But I'm just going to change into new clothes. Like, I'm not even taking a shower, so I'm still dirty. But now I get the concept is, like, your clothes is what's touching everything. Like, your, Um, like, skin, body, it's not really coming in. This is, like, a barrier. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, this is now dirty, but, like, this, well, now this is dirty. But it's not when it's being covered like this. So you put on a separate outfit that has not been outside touching all the things. Yeah. And so I, I get it more. I do get it. I get it. There's levels to There's it. There's levels to it for sure. And I'll say when I met Alana, I was like not on this level mm-hmm. where I'm at now. I'm still not even to where like Lana is, but I was on a different level. I was sleeping in my bed 
in my outside in clothes, outside in clothes. the bed. Not in even on jeans. top. In. In jeans. I would take naps. I would walk back out the door. I would come back in, pass out. It was just a ritual. Everybody knew she does this. Which why we didn't sit on your bed. <laughs> Nobody did. Um, yeah, and it's just so interesting, like, growing up. I was like, I guess my parents didn't have that energy. I was like, I don't know if it's my parents' thing, if it's an African thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So it's just questions I have. She's like, I've got questions. I still haven't gotten the answers, but, you know. Um, I don't know. I think it's a lifestyle thing, too. I guess so. But, like, that's even because I'm thinking of Kristen because that's who I think of, like. Kristen is the one who <laughs> made me, like, look at myself yeah like i was like oh yeah hmm." well she made me look at myself i was like i'm dirty when it came to washcloths because (laughs) well first of all you didn't even use washcloths like you do now before you met us i still use loofahs something other than your hands that's all (laughs) we ask i mean loofah's not even the most sanitary when you think about it they were mad at me about having using a loofah still am but <laughs> because a wa- you can't wash a loofah. You can wash a washcloth, but you can't wash a loofah. Conversation for another day. No, I know. I know what you mean. Um, and it just sits there and grows bacteria and just, it like, it's defeating the whole purpose of taking a shower to get clean. I yeah. know. Like, it's but- a mental block, really. <laughs> it's a mental you block. You just have to get past it. <laughs> Think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but. I use washcloths, but I, like, Kristen uses, like, she taught me, like, you need to use a new washcloth every time you take a shower. Yeah. But I didn't grow up like that. It was, like, every few days you switched it out. I mean. And now, but now that I think about it, you're using, using the washcloth to clean off the current dirt. Yeah. So then if you just put it back up there and take another shower. It's the same as a loofah. Just, yeah, you're just putting the dirt, and now it's I more dirt. I feel like it's worse than a loofah, though, because... As a rag, I mean, my thing is you can wash and rinse out a rag. So as long as you're doing that, I feel like if you're in desperate times, that's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, in desperate times. But now I use a new washcloth every time I take a shower. I've been going through a lot, y'all. And sometimes it's just, I think it's a luxury to be able to just mm, do that so yeah. often. So it's like really a privilege. And it, I don't think it should be like you're gross. Yeah. And there shouldn't be as much stigma on like you're gross if you do these things. Because at the end of the day, it's a cultural thing. That's true. That's true. You know, when true. you think about it. Because at the end of the day, like I felt shamed, mm-hmm. which is fine. But like going forward i just feel like i wouldn't do that to somebody yeah and i i feel like it wasn't intention i but i get like that's your experience like that's how it came yeah. off to you but i don't think that was the intention it was like it's it because to me it was like oh snap like let me think about this and like because i can switch it out like yeah. oh this actually is way more sanitary and probably a better option for me now yeah. like you said like do what you want at right. the end of the day right. everyone's like know, do what you're comfortable your with home, but in your course. own home you know, right you have the right right but and then i see i get what you're saying though with like because it is one of those things where you could get roasted hard for i got roasted hard okay and i'm okay with being roasted like i'm not super sensitive but looking back like when i thought about where i came from Mm -hmm. it just made more sense because i was like my parents didn't even have like a shower 
in yeah. Africa. It wasn't like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, what the fuck are you going to do? Like, they didn't even have loofahs. Right. Like, so you couldn't even have a loofah. It's like, you're dirty, but it's like, yeah, I'm also, like, not privileged. Yeah. No, no. I think the privilege part of it, too, is yeah. another thing. It's definitely something to consider also. Hey, Well Red Baddies, we are here to tell y'all more about our partner, Be Rooted. They are a woman-owned, black-owned, stationery and gifting brand that has some of the most beautifully curated products. They have planners, journals, and affirmation pens to help you stay organized, and the artwork is so extremely uplifting and unique. We love that there are so many options to choose from, and we can use whatever journal fits our vibe. Also, they are the first Black-owned stationery brand to be sold at Target, and we love to see it. Exclusively for our listeners, you can get 15% off of your order using code SHEWELLRED on BeRootedCo.com. That's BeRootedCo.com with code SHEWELLRED for 15% off. But yes, you were just talking, we were getting into the Phoebe-isms. Oh my god, That she She's says. She's so funny. And so basically she is now our childless auntie. She's adopting all of us. Yes. Uh, and she literally says, as you can see, many people out in the world, and maybe even you, need my goddamn help. <laughs> so I'm assembling some of my most precious knowledge, opinions, and hot takes that I've accumulated throughout my life and sharing them with you. Mm-hmm. You can let me know in 30 years or so which of these <laughs> have stuck with you. And it reminded me of Poor Minds, how they're like, send in your stuff and let us know if we helped uh, you or if we fucked up your life. <laughs> that's really how it be. Yeah. <laughs> it's like us in college, like the blind leading the blind. The blind leading the blind, <laughs> literally. So the first Phoebe-ism is rich people ain't allowed to post nothing kitchen-related online, no mo. Oh, my God. And it she kind of goes into how, yes. you know, these celebrities, they're trying to be relatable, <laughs> but just own up to the fact that you're not relatable anymore. You're not. You are, like, like mm. kind of you were saying, like, you're in a whole other tax bracket than I am, or, like... Like, Beyonce talking about quitting her job. Like, babe. Yeah. You can't tell us to quit our jobs. We we're not living quit. the same life. <laughs> I will be bankrupt tomorrow. <laughs> you will see me file bankruptcy tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just different. It's even like when you turn on your camera in like a Zoom meeting mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, look at their living room. Yeah. What, what, what y'all doing over there? What y'all making? And why am I not making <laughs> it? Why is my, are we working at the same company? <laughs> right. Literally. So... Yes, and she was talking about during quarantine, especially all these celebrities were making all of these dishes. But it's like, okay, you need chicken and rice and flour and then some like very specific ingredient that you would need that's not in the average pantry. Right. And these meals that you have to go to like five different grocery store just to make this one meal. Like she was talking about prawns. And it's like, who just has fresh prawns? (laughs) Like that's so random. Like I can't even picture a prawn. (laughs) I can't. But for these celebrities, and she also made the point, like, y'all probably have people go and get this stuff for you. So they're like, oh, yeah, just go grab it. Yeah, but it's like, babe, you're not even, that's not even (laughs) what you're doing. You don't know where to go. You don't know what what aisle to walk down. (laughs) 
So no anywho, I, mm. and I literally put the note, celebrities need to BFFR. Be, be fucking, fucking for real. real. Real talk. Yes. Okay. You want to do the next one? Yes. Okay. Phoebe is of number two. It is absolutely ignorant yet completely acceptable to wear blue light glasses outside your house. Oh, I'm having a realization of why you made me read this one. <laughs> Because I do relate to this, Phoebe. I and I remember. You remember, Alana, because I went through a glasses phase. I, too, have decent enough vision to not wear glasses. Yeah, some of us with 2020 who actually need the glasses we have on. And don't get to see for free. Uh, that was another thing I got roasted for, by the way. Uh, <laughs> because everyone was mad at me for, like, wanting to wear glasses, but I just thought it was a cool fashion statement no she even says like glasses signal someone who is smart respected and studious which yeah. is how i viewed glasses yeah you give very smart very respectable mm-hmm. very studious yeah when you wear your glasses i right. wanted to look that way <laughs> she wanted the look <laughs> i wanted the look to just put it on but anyway mine hurt my eyes so bad that like they would give me headaches oh so i was like this is not it it's like counterproductive mm-hmm and then I, I was like, actually, I don't even know if I like it. It was really one of those just straight up phases. Yeah, <laughs> not a phase. I'm so weak. But I did go get checked. And I've gotten checked several times just because I'm like, is today the day? Not you're waiting on the day where you actually need glass. Moving on. <laughs> I can't with you right As an now. adult, I'm like, okay, it's. I get it. Like, I would have to pay for it. Yeah. It's like a real expense. Yeah, because I remember the day when I have no longer had 2020 vision. I was in class and I was looking at the Not smart the board. Day. Yes, it was junior year in my French class and I was looking at the smart board and I couldn't see. Straight like, up. like, I could see, but I was like. The day before you could? It was that quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, you woke up blind. Stop running. I don't understand how it works. I was a business but, major. But but like I I'm sure I was doing this before, but that was the day it clicked like Oh, you oh maybe I should like get tell a parent that <laughs> I might need to get checked for glasses. And in that same French class is where my mom dropped off my new glasses at the front office and they brought them to me. Stop. Mhm. Yeah. And my it's not even like that bad. It's class. like a it all happened in French class. For me, it was Spanish. Mm. But yeah. Anywho. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Phoebe. But she does the same thing. She likes the look. Yeah, she loved the look. Phoebeism number three. For the love of God, wear matching underwear. And you were upset about this one too. But I like. <laughs> I don't wear matching underwear because okay, I'm too tell lazy. Us why? I'm too uh, lazy. Well, that's what she goes into. Is like. Well, she says. I believe that people who wear mismatched underwear every single day of their lives are the pe- the same people who are the worst teammates to have in a game of Pictionary. Which, that's so specific. I was like, so Phoebe, specific. you are really type A because mm-hmm. why does it even bother you? I've never once been like, oh, that's a problem. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I just appreciate the human body more than you, Phoebe. Oh. But, but okay chill out <laughs> but like when i see a, a naked person in their panties or whatever i'm not like looking at the panties i'm like 
looking at what's underneath. <laughs> like, take them off. Yeah, like, I. that's always the argument. And I think has been an even more social argument, like, on Twitter and stuff. Like, a conversation mm-hmm. where guys are like, we don't care. It's coming off anyway. But women... As a woman, do you care? I mean, I guess it's not even really... I care. What to match. It's just one piece for them. For a man. For I a mean. man. Yeah. yeah, but I... Sometimes I do put on a cute little set... Yeah. Not for anybody else, but for me, because it makes me feel good, especially like while I'm getting yeah. ready, because when I get yeah. ready, I'm like basically naked right? until like I put my clothes on at the very end. So like yeah. when I have like my little matching yeah. thing and I'm in front of the mirror, I'm like, mm, I'm that girl. And so, it yeah. It is a confidence booster. It is a confidence booster. But to booster. me, I'm like, that's rich bitch shit. <laughs> Having for matching sets. For you to get the Fenty set. Yeah. And some, but All sometimes, sets? You have seven days a week of <laughs> sets? I'm sorry. But honestly, if you think about it, it's economical sometimes to, to get, get the, the set. Because you could get a set of underwear and then get a set of bras. Well, why not get the matching set that go together? It's probably just about the same price. I guess so. In some circumstances. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but, know, y'all. But I was like, I'm opting out because I just don't even want to wear a bra, period. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, Phoebe probably has big titties. But she, has a 36A. she was like, I've got a 36A. I was like, and you're still paying for bras? <laughs> like, that's your one, like, get out of jail free. <laughs> like, that's the one perk. You yeah, know? But maybe it's something that makes her feel more feminine by having a bra on. I just feel like that's you. Yeah, no, <laughs> Why yes. does everyone but else Phoebe isms. Phoebe isms. She I'm, prefaced. I was taking this so personally. <laughs> you were. And the notes, I was like, I can't believe it. I was like, I would never even take something straight off the fucking mannequin. And me reading the notes, I'm like, oh God, here we go. All right. <laughs> so let me Let me already come with my rebuttals. <laughs> Y'all, I literally put hashtag free the nipple <laughs> in, in our, our comments, in our notes. Like, I was, cause she's like, I'm an activist every time that I teach a man how to do da 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 da. Oh, how to take a That I made me like, laugh. Though. I'm an activist for not wearing a bra and wearing mismatched sets. I'm sure. Again, I'm sure this is like her little quirks and it's not the end all be all. That she's like, you know what? Phoebe, you want to talk. You want to free the titty, free the titty. <laughs> she just goes so deep. But I this is her like, moment to go so deep. I know. I was like, if I had a book, I would have a chapter right. like this too. <laughs> and people would be like, bitch, what? In the same way That's that you me were. Right yeah, now. the same way. Right. Um, okay, so the next Phoebeism number four. Truly, no one cares that your inbox is down to zero, so shut the hell up. And I had feelings on this one, only because one of my personal (laughs) isms is I hate having notifications on my apps. Turn them off. No, but, like, I want the notification. Oh, you do. But the, like, say you got an Instagram DM, it has, like, the little one on the Instagram app saying that, like, you have a notification that you need to check. Oh, so you like to have the notification. I like to have the notification, but I don't like it sitting there because it it messes with my anxiety because it's just like, oh, I have this thing that I need to do. And so, like, having multiple apps with multiple things where it's like you have four emails and you have an Instagram and you've got 20 messages. It and is you've got overwhelming. It's very overwhelming, which is why I'm always trying to, like, 
clear it so I don't have any notifications. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes, like, I'll look at messages, but I won't open it purposely so that I'll respond to it later. But then it gives me anxiety when I still have the little notification thing, but, like, it's supposed to, it's a lot. I used to be like that, and then I turned them off. (laughs) She said, I just, that's why you don't respond. I respond. <laughs> you do respond 20 years later. Not always. Not always. Not always. I respond. She responds, y'all. She, I'm just being dramatic. Um, boundaries. <laughs> boundaries. That's tea. But that's like even when we had our share, we still have our shared. Yeah. Uh, boundaries. Yeah. We had our share. We have a shared notes in the notes app. And like Samra would like have oh, a no- reminder, a reminder, a reminder, mm-hmm. and she'd have a reminder that went off every day, and like she wouldn't check it, <laughs> and so I'm like itching over here. We had to do, we had to, and I was like, this off. isn't even mine, and like it's not for me. It. Yeah. Eventually, Apple put a feature where you could delegate, delegate. a shared reminder mm-hmm. thing. So that really saved our lives, thanks Apple, because yes. she was, kill- she was like, I had to come to her and be like. Either Please. get this done or take it <laughs> off the list. Or put it on your own personal reminders because it's not even for me. <laughs> I know. Boundaries. Yeah, yeah, right. Everybody <laughs> operates different. So I feel I feel it. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to do the last one? <laughs> yes. Oh, wait. I think there's two more. So you can do the next two. Okay. Um, so the next Phoebeism, number five, is eating a cough drop is for every occasion, not just when you're sick. Which I was like, this is very niche. Yes. I don't really have much to say about this one. Me either. Let's move on. But yeah. j- just know that Phoebe eats a cough drop literally all the time. Yeah, it's funny. If you if you have the book, read it because mm-hmm. it's funny, but I just don't have much to say. Yeah. Oh, oh actually, for, I was going to say, yes, you do. You made I just a note. Okay, I do have a thing. Okay, so whatever your annoying is thing is, like that your partner, it gets under their skin a little bit, but it's like not deep enough for you to like really change your whole like, this is who you are mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So it's like you kind of pick your battles in a relationship, right? Yeah. One of their battles is that Phoebe will, before they go to sleep, once mm-hmm. the lights are turned off and her partner's getting ready to sleep soundly, she will unwrap a cough drop and then she will chew the cough drop, crunch it. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't want to choke. She doesn't want to choke. She's about to go to sleep, but she's it's an addiction. She's got to mm-hmm. have her cough drop. Yeah. So she'll crunch it, and then they go to sleep. So it's just like a little thing. It's like a little quirk. Mm-hmm. And her partner doesn't enjoy it, but he, you know, he just... He's just he's just vibing with her because he loves her. Mm-hmm. Love. And I have a few of my own things that get under my partner's skin. And, you know. And the world keeps turning. It does. <laughs> and we still love each other despite the flaws. <laughs> so keep doing it. That's basically what she said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I think there's this one and then there's one more. Oh. Oh, okay. Phoebeism number six. Dogs aren't my best friend. We have humans for that. And she went hard on this one. <laughs> She's like, I don't want a dog. I don't see their purpose. Like, no. Well, she did say if your purpose is a dog. Right, your purpose. Go off. Right. But 
there's me? no part of her that wants that's like a cynic that wants a dog that you know one dog's gonna change her. she's that no Mm-mm. period point blank no yeah i don't want to touch it mm-hmm. don't want it on me yeah like she even said now i cried at marley and me i feel things <laughs> Fair. But, everybody has to cry that one yeah um so the last phoebeism number seven it's not true love if your partner doesn't get weird with you I can, out of all of them, Phoebe, this is the one I agree with the most. I'm glad you left me on this note. I was like, yeah, I have nothing to say here. I'm so agree. Because <laughs> you're like a very opinionated ass bitch and me too. So mm-hmm. I just feel like we would have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Do you want to go deeper into the partners getting weird with you? Yeah. I mean, what else is there to say except the weirder it is, the better, mm-hmm. right? I feel like... Because she's talking about her experience where they're in Paris and oh. it's her first experience with a bidet. Oh. And she's, like, so excited, but her partner's like, this isn't that big of a whoop. He's but like, I'm she, European. This yeah, is normal for me. Yeah, but she makes him stand in there, like, <laughs> eye contact while she's using the bidet for the first time and, like, having this experience <laughs> with him. And it's like, you have to, that's a relationship-ass shit right there. You have Real to really talk. love somebody to do that. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to say more because it's TMI. So mm. I'll just leave it at that. Great. Okay. Um, anywho's, I'm going to read this last little ditty that she has in here. Okay. She says, wow, I covered a lot. And I probably have way too many opinions, but I've made it this far in life. So I must be doing something right. Thank you for letting me be your surrogate auntie. It's been an honor to overshare about my sex life. And if we were in the same room, I'd give you a handful of hauls and a $50 for your troubles and send you on your merry little way. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you learned something. And next time we hang out, I promise to be 3% less ignorant. Oh, one more thing. If you still have any questions about this whole sitting on your or anyone else's bed in your outside clothes, send them my way. I'm honored to be the Dr. Ruth of interior hygiene. I love it. I love it. It's just, it, it doesn't get better. I mean, it, it, it's going to probably, but I've been enjoying this book so much. Um, and the next essay is We Don't Need Another White Savior. Oh, I saw that. I was like, Ooh. I said, she. I wonder what she's going to get into. That we don't need another white savior. <laughs> yeah, that part. Because it's facts. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. But anywho, this has been another episode of She Will Read, your favorite bite-sized book club podcast. I'm Alana. I'm Samra. Bye, y'all. Bye.